0: Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. On Giddy up, facing the breeze with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer
1: can go under pressure, followed by Naratak Prince Loyalist beginning to run on from Tay-Tay Treachery, Max Delight, off the back straight, the third quarter, 27.9 Act Now, here's Better Eclipse Rock and Roll do nearest to us Beyond Delight ran up behind them, Better Eclipse up to Act Now, Beyond Delight getting through, a three-way thriller Better Eclipse took the lead, it is Better Eclipse in front, just from Beyond Delight Better Eclipse has won the Kilmore Cup Better Eclipse are half fed, Beyond
0: Delight ran sick. So the Kilmore Pacing Cup held there on Friday night, and it was a boring race, to say the least. Uh, they did a wonderful job promoting it. The field was pretty good, Ants, but they went 29 seconds off the back. It was a it was a dash home in a Kilmore Cup. And before you start sending in text messages, 0499 736 736, saying, Gareth, this wouldn't happen if it was a standing start, well, you wouldn't have had half the field compete in the race these days with these North American um, horses that are bred there, that they're bred to go over a mile and horses like Rock and Roll do. They tried to compete in the New Zealand Cup, um, but he couldn't go away, Ant. So it was just unfortunate, but unfortunately, it's just draw dependable in these big races these days. If a horse that's drawn to lead um, is drawn to lead like an act now, then no one's really going to try and cross him, are they? No, that's
1: right, Gareth. Everyone that, um, you know, you end up in the death, all you're really doing is probably taking away your own chances. So, yeah, that's the way the... uh... Authorities, want, you know, I don't really agree with you. I think the standing starts, you know, some of these country cups, not all of them, you know, that make a bit of spectacle, but um, that's just the way harness racing is at the moment. It's just so draw dependent because the horses are so even.
0: So I understand that then, Ant. So with the, with the with the way that the breeds going these days, and you want them to be fast, don't you? So it's, I think it's. You haven't got the old village jaspers these days going around. like they're, they're highly strung standard breds, but do you think that that could change if you actually teach them to stand throughout their careers? It's like someone like a rock and roll do, the only chance he's really got to go around in the stand if he has to go outside of Victoria, which is probably they're not used to it. All of their careers coming off the gate um, and then they have to step. So you've either got to be all in or, or basically all out in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I just think there's a place for a few stands each year, Gareth. The country cups, like obviously, you want your bigger ones as mobiles, and uh, you know, just add a bit of variety to things. You know, like as you've seen, we've seen it the last few years with these country cups. You get the get a hot shot drawer, you know, draw the lead. You know, the races all over and they go round the dollar forty, and um, no one backs them because they're too short. No one bets against them because they probably can't win. So. Um, but yeah, there's fours and against, but I, I think it's a, a little
0: place, New Zealand still has them. And you said, know, New Zealand Cup's still our greatest race over there. And it's, it's a stand. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's points for and against, and I won't win this battle with you regarding standing starts. And I think sometimes, like I think Tassie's got it right. Their standing start races. They're so entertaining and the good horses off a handicap, find it difficult to win. We saw that last year and usually get an upset result in those standing start races. Um, but for me, then, if you've got to have mobiles, you need to think a little outside the square. You've got to make sure. Why can't you handicap mobiles? So, for instance, you could get the handicapper to go through the field and go, all right, then um, we're going to give the mares an allowance here. So Treachery can draw um, and tilly can draw one and two. Then we're going to go and go from the bottom up. So horses like Better Collapse Act Now, um, rock and roll do they've got to make a move at some stage of the race? Ants instead of act now drawing one. Basically, there's no moves after that. Yeah, that would have a lot of merit,
1: Gareth. You know, I'd hate to be the poor handicapper that uh, has to do it because he would have caught a bit of flak. But you know, they do it in discretionary handicaps and um, yep.
0: well, the yeah, gallops as do as said, the thoroughbreds. Are, like the their chief handicapper at Racing Victoria has to do the ratings, which is an opinion based system. And then he has to give Amelia's jewel a weight in a turak. It's an opinion-based game. If you get, handicappers uh, um, get paid to have an opinion, that's their job at the end of the day. And you have got to allow them to have that opinion. And at the end of the day, you're not going to agree, but you can somehow you got to make it more entertaining that we got than what we got there on Saturday night, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, I think it's got a lot of merit, Gareth. Um, like As you said,
1: we haven't got a handicapping system for the mobiles, you know, apart from the preferential draw. But, you know, like as you said, these handicappers, they know what they're doing and, you know, love them highly skilled and, you know, le- leave a few races in their hands and um make the best race. Like even with the Ariki, even though it was uh, you know, was supposed to be a random draw, it actually worked out really good with the the way the drawers fell with those, you know, the good three all drawn out wide. Yeah. So, you know, it can be done and, you know, why not? You know, so we can't do it with the uh, there's no other way we can handicap the mobile,
0: so give it a go. Yeah, so there's got to be ways where you go, all right, then how can we make this better? And if you're not going to have, like in the best races in harness racing have been where you, there's been speed up front where you just don't know the speed map. And you've got to try and scramble up the speed map to make it a better spectacle. That means drivers have to think and then they have to make a move at some time. This is, of course, giddy-ups facing the breeze thanks to Garrett's Horse & Hound, for all of your equine essential. So... You can have an opinion. I, I, this is my, my pet hate. So people can have an opinion and not have any solutions. But there's a solution for you. Like For, for the sport of harness racing, not to have mares' allowances in these bigger races is an absolute dead-set disgrace. Because you've got a mares like an Amelia's Jewel, a Maccabi Diva, a Winx, a Black Caviar, the greatest of all time, getting allowances against the Colts and geldings and Stallions, in the thoroughbred game, and you look back at the history of the sport of standardbred racing, and it's difficult and nearly impossible for mares to defeat the boys. And we don't give them an allowance. And if you give those horses an allowance, then you get an Encythe or a more V If they've drawn low in a Victoria Cup, that's going to increase your betting turnover, and it's going to make it a far better spectacle than if a horse that's got gate speed drawn the pole ants. So we need to be better with the way that we reinvent this sport when it desperately needs reinventing.
1: Yeah, you, and you got to think on your feet, Gareth. You know, like, you know, tradition's great, but you've got to move with the times as well. So, you know, you imagine a, a Victoria Cup when you got, you know, I know Ladies and Red is probably a week or two away, but, you know, Ladies and Red and Cypher and um, Amore Vita are all in there against the boys. You know, it'd make for a great race, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. And you don't want to have it in every race, but... Um, the Hunter Cup's a great handicap. Handicap the a mobile. You can do that. They do it in the Gallops. Handicap a mobile and pick out the draw for the horses that you think that, and then drivers and trainers can try and get um, into the race at the lowest possible rating that they can get. But there's still a chance that they could miss out in a way, if you know what I mean. So instead of going to a um, a lead up race like a Ballarat Cup, you might take an easier option into a Shepherd and Cup. But then you might get in the hunter cup at the, the the lowest possible rating, and that means you draw the pole. So I think that we need to spark up the sport like that a little bit, Ants. Um, instead of having these random barrier draws, and then that's like if the favourite draws the pole, they become they become a non spectacle. Um, have you wait for age Victoria cups? But if you have got a handicap like a hunter cup, make it a handicap, and think how you can do a handicap under mobile conditions. Um, by doing what I just recommended instead of like the standing start where we used to go off the hand, like the 10 or 20 meters.
1: Yep. Yeah. Good points, Gareth. I agree with you.
0: 100%. Unbelievable. Now bet three, six, five, this always happens. So I said, can you do me a favor? Can you put out a market for the Victoria cup? Because I wanted to, um, we've got Swayze at $11. Now he trials for Jason Grimson on Wednesday. And if he, trials nicely um he'll be heading to the victoria cup but he goes it doesn't matter my name is jeff will be winning the victoria cup i said he won't even get a get a run jason you go he'll get a run once he goes 146 on saturday night now we know he's not shy of confidence even though he's like mr bean sometimes jason grimson um and they just put up eight dollars so it's probably unders for a horse that's not in the field just yet um but there you go there's some intrigue there to a Victoria Cup. Leap to fame is still 50-50, so you can't back him. Rock and roll two too short because he's got no gate speed, so he's always vulnerable. And catch a wave, I guess, is probably nearly the play, but he's sh- short enough. If he draws anywhere near the front row, he probably leads. And around Melton, he'll be hard to beat at his best there, Ants. Yeah, like the Victoria Cup, because it's over 2,200,
1: the draws are so important, Gareth, yeah. and... As I said, unless there's a a burning lead time, um, you know, any of the horses going to be up the front or on the pegs, you know, close to the pace, they're going to be the ones to be because it's just so hard to come, you know, from back and wide up Melton, you know, especially over those, uh, you know, the 2200 there.
0: Stay there, Ants. I'll take the news and we'll come back and wrap up Facing the Breeze. This is Facing the Breeze on Giddy Up Thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is Facing the Breeze, thanks to Garrod's Horse and Hound, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. We've got the Derby Oaks heats coming up. This Saturday night as well, ants. Before, of course, Victoria Cup night, which is on Everest night and Caulfield Guineas night. So that's one hell of a day of racing for us racing fans. Um, fields aren't out just yet, but looking forward to the next couple of weeks at Melton.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a big couple of weeks, Gareth. As I said, uh, got the big Trotters night Friday night, then the um, you know the, the lead up to the Victoria Cup and the Derby and Oak Heat Saturday night. So. The next couple of weeks are going to be really exciting. Uh, you know, seems um uh you know the the sort of summer gets going soon. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and New Zealand Cup's not far away. Unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna get any Australian representation. We might, that might change, but um Mark Purden had a Galloper that competed there at Rickerton on Saturday and he finished third. Um he named it after his old man, the legendary Roy Purden. Um so I think it, I'll have to check the name of that, gallop, but it finished third. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to this New Zealand Cup.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's always a great time of year over in New Zealand. You know, they had a sort of pretty big lead up to last Friday night and Republican Party uh, was the victor. And so, yeah, the next, um, you know, most weekends from there on there's going to be a, a good lead up. And I think there's a good one in the North Island this week with copy that and a few of them up there. So, you know, the form will start to come out and uh, you know, copy that going for a three peak, which is awfully hard to do. So um it'll be uh it's always a great week over there as we know. It.
0: Yeah, and we've got the pacing cup that's been changed, I think, or the Fremantle Cup. So um it's a very congested feature race season coming up. So um basically harness racing designed it now where it's just six months of feature races after feature races. So it's a little bit of, a little bit like Sydney and Melbourne at the moment. The gallops that you're going to get some terrific racing and some top class horses, but I don't think maybe a miracle mile, but even that might be in doubt a little bit. You're never going to get the, like the the best of the very best take on each other because there's so many different options for um, connections these days.
1: Yeah, it's good in one way, Gareth, because, you know, the, the money probably does get spread around a bit, but we all like to see, you know, the best of the best meet, don't we? And, you know even the end of the millions this year there's it looks as though there's gonna be um you know hardly any from New Zealand. I think there's probably only one pacer which is a lesser light that's on a one way trip and um I think Phil Williamson's got a couple of trotters but they are sort of doubtful and copy that's already out. So there's not going to be any New Zealand representation there. And um yeah as I said there's just so much on. The trainer's got you know a luxury of choice. So But, you know, it's great when they all meet, but I don't know when it's
0: going to happen. So let's hope Leap to Fame, he's going to go around if that race stands up there on Saturday night at Albion Park, then he'll fly down to Melbourne. Um, So if the race holds up there on Saturday night, I think he'll take his place in the Victoria Cup and it would be great to have the superstar there. He deserves to win a big race. He's been so brave and gallant in his two defeats in Eureka and a a Blacks of fake. Plenty happening, Ants. Um, any winners for us?
1: Um, I'm actually suspended at the moment, Gareth, so
0: that's un- driving, unlike but... you.
1: <laughs> Just try and do hard. So uh, yeah. we've got to usually, many, yeah, Usually you back.
0: appeal and have a appeal and have a stay for at least six months. So that's good that you've taken your suspension. You must have some big races coming up.
1: Well I uh, was it's probably when you're guilty, Gareth, you gotta Yes. <laughs> so, you gotta put uh, your hand up, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but no, Young Gifton Black's probably a good each way chance on Thursday night
0: at Kilmore. Beautiful. You might have to come and work with me for the coverage on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing much else.
0: No, your miles will join us. You can interview the Stewart camp. That might be interesting. <laughs> good on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on you, Ants. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> There's Anthony Butt, and that is Facing the Breeze, thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com dot au. Let's take a break. We'll come back with the tipster of uh, the week with the great tip off.